if you come for an interview with Conan O'Brien, you might be, be just uh, gravely disappointed at this point. That's not what this episode's about. Uh, what it is about, though, is the time that I was on Conan O'Brien's show and the internet outrage. <laughs> I mean, after we went on there, literally, it went number one. Our story went number one on Reddit and has got 4.3 million views on YouTube, all because every single person thought my ex-wife was terrible or that maybe I was the worst husband ever. Those may both be true. <laughs> Those might both be true <laughs> today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. I don't know why I'm clapping right now, but welcome to the show. So happy you're here, truly. Thank you for being here for this show. Live, laugh, love your mom. We share our lives, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom. She's my co-host. This is her, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. <laughs> my mom's very into this topic today, and I, I hate to kick off a podcast like this, but I've been hearing about it for the last 20 minutes, so you're going to have to hear about it, too. What? How do we even get here again? I don't even remember how you got here now. <laughs> oh, dear. So, you know, most of the things that I know something about yes. are would not be of interest to most of the listeners of this podcast. <laughs> um, and so I have been thinking my friend Margot is redoing her master bath. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'd like to do. It's on my when coronavirus is over bucket <laughs> list. Right. And we talked yesterday about we don't know when that is or what that looks like. So I've been thinking about designing my master bathroom, right? And I talked mm-hmm. last week about the bidets. So right. I've already I've already found a heated bidet. Oh, that- you're really gonna do it. It'll be in my new bathroom. Okay, okay. Not my current one, and, but and dad's okay with it? Oh, I don't know. I haven't asked him. <laughs> I think he'll love it though. Well, I think keep, he'll love it. Keep going. Because I, I really want to get maybe we'll bring dad on tomorrow for his <laughs> I really want to hear what dad thinks about a bidet being in his bathroom. I can't imagine my dad <laughs> wanting a bidet water squirting in his butt. I can't I just cannot imagine that would be a thing. But anyway, Listen continue. To so, listen to this. Someone said, do, when you clean your hands, do you just dry them with a paper towel? I mean, do you just wipe them with a paper towel? No, you wash them. No, I, I don't think the theory is wrong. And I don't know why we're so against it as a culture. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I've never used one. So I can't really speak for or against it because I just don't really know. I don't think the theory is wrong. I just cannot imagine my 72-year-old stuck-in-his-ways dad wanting water squirt in his butt. I just can't imagine ever being okay with that, you know? Well, like, we'll see. Time will well, tell. Tomorrow we'll bring him on because I really want to talk to him about that. But anyway, continue. <laughs> okay. And um, then the next thing I read about today. So see, all these things keep coming up about bathroom habits. Wait, how did you find an article? So you found an article about bidets? That's what happened? Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, about how okay. Europeans use them and Americans don't. Okay. And I think that other cultures have something on us around toilet habits because today I read that German men sit to pee. <laughs> that is every woman's dream. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It truly yeah. is, and I'm. I just thought that is so crazy. And why don't? We, why do we? I mean, I don't know why we stand to pee. Is it just like why don't we sit and pee? I mean, it is kind of like like sometimes like the the placement's a little weird. I get it, but I don't know why it would be such an issue for us to sit down to pee. Miguel, you guys know Miguel, right? He used to do the radio show with. It comes on every yeah. now and then. I yeah. mean, he sits and pees. See. What's wrong yeah. with you guys? I, I don't know. I don't know. What's just, wrong I mean, with you guys? I think it's just ease of, its, of it being right there. You know, the biggest mistake I ever made, I will say in the last couple of – I made a lot of mistakes in the last couple of years. But uh, <laughs> when I was redesigning my house was I put white floors in my uh, – my white tile floors in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, uh, very unforgiving around the toilet. Mm-hmm. Very unforgiving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hate, what, what, I hate those mats that go around the toilet. But right before we started today, you're like, well, did you know it's good for your prostate? Is that what you're saying? Yes. It's also good for your prostate muscles. It's good for your prostate to sit when you <laughs> urinate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, Jim has show. prostate cancer. He doesn't have uh, a prostate yes, anymore. So he could yeah. argue that point with me, I guess. But you do. I mean, well, yes, I do. <laughs> Okay, so I'm so, just saying, you try to start sitting to pee and let me know how it goes. This time tomorrow, we'll have my dad on because I really wanted him to say to give his feedback on those two those two issues. I'd be very curious on on his take on that whole thing. Okay, okay. okay. Um, yesterday was a life changing show for me. I really mm-hmm. like if you listen to the whole show. Uh, at the very end, I was talking about Kiki. And I got all emotional mm-hmm. about it because I just love her so much. Mm-hmm. And so I did something last night that I never do. I think I'm regretting it today because I'm so tired right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I let her sleep in the bed the whole night, which I Uh-oh. haven't done in years, years, yeah. years, years. But I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm starting to get sentimental about her because she's getting older. And to be honest mm-hmm. with you, they diagnosed her with heart failure two years ago and they gave her two years to live. And so it's like kind of like on right around the anniversary of when that was. And so I don't know if I'm just getting like emotional about that or I've always felt the way I felt though, when it came to how pets literally just give their whole lives to make us Mm -hmm. happy and to give us companionship, you know, they do. I, um, so last time I, it just got to me. I was feeling emotional about it. So I let her sleep in the bed and she, because she is on a heart medication, she has to pee a lot. So I did have to wake up in, I had to wake up once to put her down. I think she was just thirsty though. I don't know if she peed or not, but she Mm. uses pee pads because she just does. And we never was able, I was never able to wean her off of them. Mm -hmm. So, um, so she got up, I don't even know what time it was because, well, I'll tell you in a minute, but I, I will say having a pet in your bed, it's kind of nice. It's hmm. kind of nice. Like I haven't, you know, I, I haven't had anybody in my bed in so damn long. Um, <laughs> it was kind of nice to have like a dog companion. But I know people are very mixed on their feelings when it comes to your pet sleeping in the bed. 
Like some mm-hmm. people are so anti dogs being in the bed. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be a thing or not. I'm, I may try it again tonight because she always gets so sad because she usually mm-hmm. sleeps up mm-hmm. in the front. Of, my house is kind of divided into two. It's like the front of the house, which is the den and the living room and the kitchen. And then there is the back of the house, which is the all the bedrooms. And I usually put her in the front of the house. I can close her up, up there and she sleeps in the kitchen on a pile of blankets. Mm-hmm. But she always gets so sad when she has to go up there. So last night I was just a sucker. I was like, fine. And I was really tired. So I was like, it's fine. Just just stay in here. But it was it really wasn't terrible. She only woke up one time. I'd put her down. I was able to fall back asleep and it wasn't uh it just it wasn't awful. How do you feel about pets in the bed? Now you guys haven't had a dog in so long. No, but we never have allowed pets in the bed. Why never. was that what was your what's what's your reasoning? I don't that? know. I think it's because that's the way we were brought up. At least that's the way I was brought up. You know, our our pets were always outdoor pets. Mm-hmm, um, right, right. They I were mean, just working, working the farm, and <laughs> yeah. no, not working the on carriages the carriages and stuff like that. I mean, that. they would come in at night to sleep, like our like our cat does now, like Maggie's yeah. cat does now. You know, yeah. she goes out in the morning, and then we put her up in the garage at night. And that was that was always the same way with our dogs. They would they would come in to sleep, and but generally they were outdoor dogs. Um, and I is that, is that a new thing? Like in cultural, is that, is that like a new thing? To, is everybody's dog used to be an outside dog? Because now everyone's dogs are like their kids. You know, we just treat them like they're like they're babies. Oh yeah, I think so. I don't know, yeah. but I can't imagine my grandparents right. ever allowing an animal in their house. Right, right. Like, <laughs> no, that just <laughs> that just would not happen. Yeah, no. yeah. And my grandparents did have dogs but they never came indoors no so i don't funny, i don't know right? when that shifted i don't know when that shifted and i don't know if it's about the south versus the north i don't know east versus west i don't know i have right. no idea but um i know a lot of people that do and it's comforting and they sleep with their cats and they sleep with their dogs that's yeah. fine I have no judgment about it um, <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't work for me you know, yeah, not your thing. Not my not thing. Not yeah. uh, Well, I'll keep you posted. I don't know. If, if, you, if you're if you a avid dog in the bed or avid dog out of the bed and you want to give your feedback on that, 888-Kramer8, you can call anytime. I thought we would check in today on your feedback with yesterday's Ask My Mom. Uh, real quick summary, Mom. Do you remember the story from yesterday? Oh, yeah, I do. Of course. It's about okay, the roommate situation. Yeah. Was having a female roommate that was uh, getting a little cozy with um, her boyfriend and watching movies and cuddling up or watching movies on the sofa and stuff and talking about her sex life or something. I don't remember. Birth control, I think, is what they were talking about. Birth control. Um, That was it. It was was dating life and birth control. Yeah. So um, we just asked for your feedback and we asked, you know, call anytime when you've got some. And this this is really important, right? Like the more you guys call with your Mm -hmm. stories, it's. It's super helpful. So uh, the phone number is 888-Kramer8. And let's hear what you guys had to say about this. And the first call, by the way, is Abby, though. Abby is my college oh, roommate. <laughs> so Abby. And she listens every day. Every day. And then still supports. Oh, I love uh, Abby. Love you, Abby. Here she is. So we were best friends, and we hung out all the time. And you had girlfriends during that time period, too, and I don't think they ever had a problem with it. But you and I never flirted or had any kind of relationship like that. We were just friends, and we all hung out with everybody all the time. And I don't think anybody would have had an issue with it. Um, After I lived with you, I then had another house where I had two guy roommates, and I don't think they ever had an issue 
um, with their relationships either. But I think it just depends on the girl. Like, I don't think anybody ever felt threatened by me because I was not like a flirty or uh, floozy type of gal. But like you said, I'm like everybody's grandma. But anyway, I think it's okay. But she, she definitely needs to voice her concerns because the guy needs to consider her feelings on it and if he's being really flirty with the girl with the girl roommate or something like that 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 would not be good and I don't think I'd ever let my significant other live with a female at this stage in my life but back in college it seemed okay I don't know that's just my opinion but anyway love you guys miss you and have a great day love you forever hey Kramer it's Alma from Escondido I'm calling about the ask your mom I think this is a perfect opportunity for the guy to get rid of this woman. Uh, she, first of all, agreed to for him to have a female roommate, and now she hates the idea because of how close they've become. Um, and then second, how she wants to um, tell him or try to move in with him. It's like, whoa, you are too much. Um, I I think that she's, it's also weird how she didn't want to watch a show, but got oddly jealous when he was watching it with her. I don't know. To me, it just sounds like a bad idea to stick around. She sounds um, chaotic. Uh, Anyway, love your show. Yeah, I think she kind of screwed herself when she basically said, yes, I don't mind you having females and then one moved in, right? It just made it a lot more. A lot more complicated. You lost a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of a uh, lot of bargaining power. I think when you said okay, but I mean, let's just make a rule right now that I think if we as a, as a podcast community can say it's just never okay to have an opposite sex roommate if you're dating somebody, <laughs> like just not. Like what good can come from that? I mean, like, honestly, what good? I can't think of like one reason of why it'd be positive for you to have someone of the same sex unless maybe like. It's like one of your friends' best, but still, even that, I, I don't know. I well, can't. Now wait can't. a minute. When when you and Abby were roommates, yeah, you've got to admit that was fantastic. It was Abby great. No, yeah, she straight. did. She did, but yeah. it's you know I didn't have a I didn't have a girl. Well, I did, but uh, I don't actually I don't think I have a girlfriend then. But if I did, it was you know it was uh, Kim who was living in New York at the time. She's my high school sweetheart. Um, so right. I just I don't know. I don't see. I just don't see. Well, I can tell you this, that, you know, I've had a lot of guy friends in my day, and if I were single and my gay friend Joel asked well, me to move gay me, is different. I would definitely do it. But that's gay. I mean, gay, I feel like it's my different, right? Yeah. 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 If they're gay, it's fine. Like whatever. But like if there, if there's a possibility of ever there being some type of you know situation entanglement, mm-hmm. if you will, um, <laughs> then no. Like it's just not. It's just. I think we unless I. I mean, I you know we can go through more calls. But one I did not get was a pro pro roommates sleep. You know, it was great. Like we had this. You know. Uh, I've got the uh, opposite sex roommate. It's the best thing ever, even though I'm in a mm. relationship. I didn't get one of those calls. Really? So 
If you mm-hmm. want to call with that situation, 888-Kramer8, and then we can mm-hmm. you know get it back on later on this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mom, let's uh, go ahead and get to our quote for today. Okay. This, this um, was brought to mind today because in the UK, and I'm not sure about in the States, but I'm sure it's probably close to the same, um, depression rates have increased by 50% during yeah. the pandemic. For obvious reasons. Sure. We don't need to even think about why. Um, <clears throat> but it's so important to remember that there is help there and that we need to ask for help. And we've talked about that on this podcast before, sure. but not lately. And so I came across a quote today from Marcus Aurelius, one of my great Stoic philosophers whom I love. Um, don't be ashamed to need help. Like a soldier storming a wall, you have a mission to accomplish. And you've and and if you've been wounded and you need a comrade to pull you up, so what? Right? Yeah. Um, so your mission is our missions should be to live the best life we can and to give it everything we've got. And if we're in trouble. And we recognize it. We need to reach out to someone for help, whether it's a friend, a family member, a professional. Professional is always the best, but some people are shy about that. Um, but get help and have no shame about it because we've all been in the pits of hell before. Right. And there's always a way out. There's always a way out. So don't lose hope. You know, when you lose hope, that's the greatest loss of any crisis is the loss of hope. Do not lose hope. Cling to it and ask for help. I was uh, talking to a friend the other day who's going through something and, uh, and she, it's, it's one of those like, since you know early been dealing it for years pretty much i don't want to give away too much for you know her story didn't ask for permission Mm -hmm. but uh she she's been going through it for years now and Mm -hmm. she just feels so beat down and so controlled because of this this piece of her life and Mm -hmm. you know and and i told her like hey listen like doesn't have to be this way. There's so many resources out there and so many, you know, uh, if it's a book, if it's because a lot of people I can understand, like a lot of people get like freaked out by therapy, which I, I hope you don't because I promise you once you have a therapeutic breakthrough moment, it's so powerful. It's like oh. the greatest feeling ever. Like this aha it moment is. is like so good feeling. Um, but I, I, I get it. Like some people just are embarrassed by their situations or don't feel comfortable talking about them. But like you got to take a step. Whatever that is, you can't – and like this friend's been sitting there for, you know, 30, 20, 30 years, oh. like, like, like not taking a step and just just kind of mm-hmm. like every time just kind of pushing it down and pushing it down and pushing it down. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's – I what, and what I told her was like you – like you let this situation like control you. And, mm-hmm. and control your happiness and think about how powerful it would be if you were back in control. Mm-hmm. If you were able to break through this moment, you know, and, and it does take, you know, it, you can't do the same thing over and over and expect different results. Whatever that quote is from, I was it Einstein, you can't, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you keep doing the same things, why do you keep doing the same things and expect different results? 
Exactly. Like it's not, it's just not going to work. And so that's the definition of insanity. Yeah. There you go. And so that was my, that was my, my main thing was like, you can start living your best life. And like this time in a year, it can be completely different, but like, you gotta, you can't just push it down. Like, Oh, well, or like, I don't want to confront that person or I don't want to say something or I, I'm like kind of embarrassed. Like that's what you've been doing your whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, all of yes. us, that's what you've been doing your whole entire life. Yes. And maybe it served you and maybe it hasn't, but if you're unhappy when your current situation, whatever it is, mm-hmm. then it's not serving you right. That's right. Um, so with that quote, I think it's great. Like, I mean, I, and I hope even like, especially dudes listening, you know, like that's uh, men have a hard time going to therapy, have a hard time opening Mm -hmm. up about their feelings, Mm -hmm. but you, you shouldn't, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If you're wounded there on the battlefield, if you're a wounded on the emotional battlefield, right? you're just going to lay there and die. Right. Like, I don't need a comrade to lift you up. Right. Yeah. You were saying before we started recording that you're feeling, you've been feeling a little depressed. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. I mean, I just think the last few days I've had the blues and I know, I know exactly what it's about. I mean, I know myself pretty well at age 67 and, (laughs) and you and I both had, um, crises in our thirties that led us to therapy that helped us to recognize things in ourselves and to start to know ourselves. Right. 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 Um, so at this age, I know myself pretty well and, and I know exactly what it is. I, I am, I am weary of Corona and not being able to be connected, connected to people that I love to be with. Um, I started reading today Bruce Feiler's new book, Life is in the Transitions. And um, let me find that real quick. Um, <laughs> I'm just full of quotes. Uh, Who well, needs a quote? It's not You've really got a one. quote, but it's about, it's about um, here it is. <laughs> 200 years ago, the legendary loner and Danish philosopher Soren Kierkegaard used to interrupt his solitude by going on what he called people baths, plunging into the streets of Copenhagen, buttonholing acquaintances and engaging strangers in robust afternoon-long conversations. That's what I felt like. And I went on a three-year-long people bath. That's Bruce Feiler talking about his new book, Life is in the Transitions, and that's what he did. He went around the country, maybe around the world, I'm not sure, but talking to people and ask them to tell their stories and found, of course, the common things in all of our stories. So I can't wait to read this book, and I'll be sharing more of that with you all in the days to come. But yeah, you know, and I, it's funny because I I used to be an extrovert and then I became more introverted. But now mm-hmm. that I've been so cut off from people, I am anxious to get back out there and hug my friends and be with my friends and listen to their stories and just be connected again. So you just feel like disconnected. It's so funny. You and I are so different like that. Like I'm... 
I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm so good without it. But my mom was asking. She was like, or I guess my sister had suggested that maybe that she goes and uh, hangs out with her best friend Margot for a week or so. Right. And I told her this is no off days. No off days from this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You I haven't accrued vacation, vacation time yet. <laughs> no, no time off. If I go somewhere, I have to pack my microphone and my laptop because I'm in big trouble. Otherwise. That's right. That's and that right. really would be good. And I really may do that. But, you know, even today, I mean, Maggie's here and it's wonderful to have her here. Yeah. Um, but we are working on save the dates and everything is just so, our, our lives feel so on hold. Right. It's kind of hard to no. It's kind of hard to save a date when you're not quite sure what the future looks like, right? What the date will look like. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think you should just you know, put like it could go, um, it could go. Uh, aside from impending doom, our wedding is is <laughs> <laughs> unless there's an act <laughs> well, of God. I mean, that's maybe. what people are doing, you know. I mean, it's amazing how many people have had to change their dates. And have not changed their date. Some people have said, like, I have a friend who, you know, whose daughter was getting married and they got married with 16 people. And she said, even though it wasn't the wedding we planned, it was perfect in every way. Yeah, you know, right. so, I, you know, as I said to Maggie, we don't know what life will be like on March 13th of 2021. So what we have to do is keep planning with plan A until we have more information, That's right? Smart. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, you know, you send the save the dates. Maybe some people send them to people they definitely want there no matter what. Other people send them to everybody and then send a note later saying, oops, sorry, change of plans. But who wouldn't who wouldn't understand a change of plans if coronavirus is still here? Right, um, right. Yeah, I, mean, I know. It's just in a transition right now, right? Weird. To Bruce Fowler's book. We're in a transitional phase. Yeah, 100%. So we've got to do our best to adapt to it. So I'm trying to stay on top of it, you know, doing all the things I know I need to do. I feel like this has been too much wisdom for one podcast. We should have spread that out for multiple, multiple episodes. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. It's fine. It's good. Okay. uh, Let's say, because today's show is a little bit backwards, right? On Wednesdays, because we do a moment in Kramer history in just a second. Um, We, let's go ahead and get to, uh, let's say hi to certified fans, right? These are people that Mm -hmm. give $5 a month. And when you do, you get all kinds of perks more notable ones is you instantly get $5 off in the merch store. So it's kind of like your money coming right back to you, but you're supporting the podcast and that's so mm-hmm. nice of you. And so, uh, the most coveted thing I think is your whoop whoop shout out. Like once you get that, then I feel like you really, uh, you really feel like you've become, become one of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll say hi to Marla M who is over here in Chula Vista here in San Diego. Whoop. And Jack is J A C Q, and I see your name a lot because you're in the certified fan. Is it Jacques? Is that Jacques? I don't know. That sounds Jack. That sounds great. Yeah, you know who we're talking about. Is it Jacques? Jacques? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> give her a whoop whoop, mom. We love you. Whoop whoop. Fifty dollars up front, which is really nice. Thank you so much. Very nice. Um, uh, our friend Kim. Are from Kennesaw, Georgia. Whoop, whoop. Love you, Georgia girls. And uh, Elizabeth T. from Austin. We know Elizabeth T., don't we? Oh, we know her so well. Thank you, Elizabeth. Love you forever. Very nice. 
<laughs> Actually, we might. You know what? We might as well go ahead and finish this list up because as of if I get to, almost the very bottom. Oh, the very bottom. We're actually almost caught up to real time. So whew, let's see if we can do this finally. We, we finally caught it. up with everybody. Jesus. Uh, Julie W. from Fayetteville. Whoop, whoop. She gave all $50. Julie, thank you so much for your year membership. And yes. Rosalind F. from Imperial Beach right here in San Diego <laughs> is our newest certified fan. <laughs> and that, my friends, is catching up over month of certified fans that we owe it to. That's it. We're called wow. up. That's the bottom of my list right now. The okay, most recent you all person. Put pressure on Kramer to do whoop Woo. whoops. I love it. Well, love we it. need it's to. Uh, we need. It, we we missed your whoop whoop. Join our uh, our certified fans Facebook group if you are part of the certified fans. Just cert, uh, you can just type in on Facebook certified fans only, and you'll find us on there. And uh, if you are, or you can email me that guy Kramer at gmail .com If I forgot you, because I want to make sure you get your whoop whoop. But we got to keep these whoop whoops going, right? And so how about we add somebody? They can always report. They can always report it to me. Yes, what for sure. She will uh, send her Nancy on Instagram. Send her Nancy, um, and let's get some new whoop whoops because now we're now we're at the bottom. So we need some more people to join. So if you want to be a certified fan and get your whoop whoop, just text the word fans F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight 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 K R A M E R eight. Okay, mom. Um, mobile banking. Mobile banking is what we're focused on today because in the pandemic. I mean, I went down to SDCCU not too long ago because I needed some cash. But I mean, other than that, I've, I've done all my banking on the mostly on the mobile banking app. But I will go on the website sometimes because sometimes it's a little bit easier to see, like if you're going through transactions for me. Um, but uh, mobile banking app is awesome. You can deposit your checks. You can mail checks. It's called Bill Pay. It's so super easy. I use that for anytime I have to write a check. Now I'll pretty much do Bill Pay unless I have to like write one in the moment. But they can literally mail a check or instantly pay anybody in the whole entire world. So it makes the process so much easier because sending a check is just a hassle. Like, what year is this? It shouldn't be that hard, but it doesn't have to be with uh, with the friends over at SDCCU. We do uh, all our banking online. We don't, yeah, even, ha we don't have an, uh, even have a branch for our bank and we do all of our banking online. It's so easy. We deposit checks, we pay our bills, we check our balances, everything. It is it's, such It's almost like no point. So I mean, Again, I go in every now and then, but if you don't have to, why Why not? Why not just use it from your app? And I like it too because you can do the uh, face recognition login. It's, it's really easy. I'm trying to think if I've missed anything else. I mean, not, you can view your account history. Uh, becoming a – Mom, I really want to make you a member of SDCCU, but I, don't, I think you've got to live in San Diego to do it. So I'll have to check okay. with, with the team over there, but I don't okay, think Okay, I'll just move on out. Okay. Yeah, that would totally be <laughs> worth it. Um, Tell me when my house is ready. Okay. <laughs> only takes about 10 minutes. So it uh, you can become a member so soon. And you see them everywhere. You see them all over San Diego. And that's why, because so many San Diegans love San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It's better. Much better. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> Message and data rates apply. A federally insured by NCUA for details or to open your account today, just visit sdccu.com. And let's remind you about Skillshare. Mom, I got to get on here and start Skillshare. I um, 
uh, real quick heads up is that Mystic Michaela is going to be on Friday's show. Oh, and she's going to come on because I told you there's like this top secret mission that I've been on the last couple of weeks. Yes. And she's going to try to like kind of predict what's going on. Because a lot of you, like if you go to the mm-hmm. Certified Fans Facebook group, everyone's like going wild right now um, mm-hmm. trying to predict what this big secret mission has been all about. And it's just been, I mean, it's just post after post after post. Uh, so I thought we'd bring Michaela on because she is the, uh, she's a psychic. And so I want to see if maybe she, and I'll let her say whatever she wants. I can't confirm or deny anything, but I'm going to see if she can get it. So Friday show, she's going to be on, but on her podcast, which is called know your aura. She also, talks about Skillshare. So I was, I was listening to him like, Oh shoot. Okay. Michaela, like we're, we both do Skillshare. It's so cool to me. Um, I, I have been on Skillshare. I, there are so many different things on there that I cannot wait to dive into after this week because this week is just totally insane for me. Uh, but mom has taken her iPhone photography class. If you go look at her Instagram, you can tell like it's, it's so easy. Your course is what? 45 minutes, mom. Yeah. It's very, very short. Yeah. And it's very like, short and very informative and very easy. Was there anything that you didn't pick up on? Because I feel like if you can pick up on it, probably most of us can pick up on it too, right? No. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's really great. And I can't wait now. I just got an email from them uh, today that's suggesting a creative writing course. That'd be good so, for you. You know, I may do that. Of course, I still haven't written my memoir. You know, <laughs> yeah. that I talked about How's that going? Months. No? No, I haven't started that no, yet. Right. Three months you got ago. time. Yeah, right. You got time. But uh, yeah, creative writing, that would be fun for me. I would like that. I think as someone that started their own business this year, um, and a lot of people are having to pivot a little bit, but like, so my website, like I designed myself and I was able to because I already had those skills, but you may not have those skills. They've got classes on there. I mean, yes. they're, they're literally, and there are millions of people coming to this online learning community for web development, crafts, freelance, and entrepreneurship. I need to take an entrepreneurship one probably. That's one thing I'm not great <laughs> That'd at. That'd be great. Marketing. I mean, all these things go into like things you're already doing or need to do in your life. And even like artsy stuff that you've been thinking about, like you mm-hmm. have maybe always thought about animation mm-hmm. or music and music production or photography like my mom did. There's just so many different things. So I'm just encouraging everyone to go check out. And like it's a two-month free premium membership. And when you go sign up for that for absolutely free, you're also supporting our podcast because it just goes to show like, hey, people listen, actually listen to this podcast. Like we want Certified Mama's Boy to show up with like one of their top people, like where they come over to check it out from. Mm -hmm. So I want you to go do it. I want you to go check it out and see if there's something there that like you've always wanted to take the time. You've got an hour and somewhere in your week where you can go learn a new skill on Skillshare. So Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Two months of the premium membership absolutely free at Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Okay, mom, there we go. That's it for uh, for you for today. So thank you for coming on and doing this. And I hope you do, I hope you do take your vacation. I think you deserve a vacation. There's actually um, a woman that I know that always said, if your mom ever wants a vacation, I'll come on as the as the stand in mom. So really, you just let me know. I've got uh, I've got backup moms that I can <laughs> okay. that I can bring in. So surrogate moms. That's right. You just okay. let me know. I'll All let right. you know. Love you. Okay. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. Yeah. I have hiccups right now, so let's see how this goes, okay? Welcome to a moment in Kramer history. Typically, we look back on my illustrious radio career. Uh, today, though, we're going to take a different turn, and it's a bit 
Oh, it's been a really requested segment that I do, which is uh, talking about the time that I was on the Conan O'Brien show. Still a moment in Kramer history, I, I do suppose. So the year was 2014, and I, my wife and I have always been big fans of Conan O'Brien. And so we decided for our an- ooh, anniversary trip, we're going to go. How do you stop hiccups? I'm trying to hold my breath in. see that did the trick um we requested to get tickets to go see conan o'brien and we got him we planned it we we're living in phoenix at the time so we decided to take a trip for our anniversary over to la and we are going to go see conan and go to disneyland and just have a little weekend over there great and we're like super excited and in that moment i don't remember if it was me or her but we're like we've got to somehow make it on that show and the idea was to do it by getting on by making a sign that Conan just couldn't refuse but to read. And so we debated back and forth on like what sign should we make, what should we do, what should I say? And her idea was to make a sign that said, You are my third crush. Because she knew that like if Conan saw that, there's no way you can't point that out because it's just kind of a weird thing to say, right? Like, how are you not gonna know? My idea was to make one that said, I'll leave my husband for you. And it's our anniversary, right? So we we make it over to LA. It's the night before, and we decide to go down to CVS or wherever and get a poster board. And we can't, we still can't figure out which one we want to do. So she decides to just do one on each side. Like one side's gonna say mine, one side's gonna say hers, whatever. And we knew that we had to get there early if we wanted to get his attention. So we did get there pretty early in the morning, and we're lined up outside, and we're probably the first, uh, I would say first 20 people that are there uh, because how those shows work is you have to go and then you get a number and you come back and that number so we were there early 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 in the morning to to get a number so we get up we i forget what number we were but we were like yeah top 20 or something so we get in there and we uh we're so excited and we are literally placed like right next to conan's cue cards so it would be so easy for him to see these signs so here we go the show starts and that's when this happens we got a great show tonight a lot of fun stuff planned what does your sign say? I just, I never point out signs, but this says, you are my third crush. <laughs> what the hell? Why so specific? Now the whole night I'll be thinking, who are the other two? <laughs> oh, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> it's going to be people that make me feel bad. Right. Was it other famous people? Yes. Oh, no, I don't want to know. I'm not going to ask. Okay, tell me one. <laughs> David Bowie in Labyrinth. David Bowie. In Labyrinth, though, very specifically. Why in Labyrinth? Why, why are, you are the queen of too much information. <laughs> Just say David Bowie, and I'm like, I loved it! In Labyrinth! <laughs> Second one. George Michael. George Michael. Good night, everybody. Everybody, we're back. I was that woman's third crush. Yes, I know. That was quite fascinating. What is your name, may I ask? Shannon. What is that? Shannon. Shannon. Are you with your boyfriend tonight? My husband. That's your husband. <laughs> Did, were you aware that, that, that she had three crushes before you? <laughs> I was after you, so don't go back. <laughs> she just held up a sign that says she will leave you for me. <laughs> the 
that's got to be the shittiest thing I've ever seen. Happy anniversary, dude. Happy anniversary, pal. That was horrifying. Are you dressing up in labyrinth clothes tonight? (laughs) That's terrible. Happy anniversary. I'll leave you for my third What anniversary is it? Oh, congratulations. Yeah. You've been married. I've been married for 20 years. You've been married 20 years. <laughs> Although I haven't seen her in three. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, there was actually a huge Reddit thread that went live after this episode came out. Here we are. What uh, as of recording this, we're at 4.3 million views on the Team Coco. Inst, uh, YouTube of that video. And so, yeah, so this Reddit article came out and it went, went like number one on Reddit because people were sharing the story. And a lot of people thought, like, and they, actually, if you go read the YouTube comments, I'll read the last couple of ones. Uh, I'll do the most recent because there's still just over 2,000 comments on here. But here's some of the most recent one. Um, even though this is scripted, which it wasn't scripted, we completely just ad-libbed and he ad-libbed and we went with it. Um, it kind of creeps me out. It looks like some kind of fetish these two have. Okay, What a horrible wife. Leave her, dude. Hmm. Uh, I felt his soul leave his body. There's so many comments on here about me not being a strong enough husband. And I mean, it's just so funny because like literally I made the sign about leaving her leaving me for him, which I guess it's foreshadowing. Anyway, it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's just fun. And like Coney came up at the end and he gave us a hug and he, uh, a pleasant experience with Conan O'Brien. And if you want to see the video, it's down in the show notes now. And you can go to the YouTube page and post some weird comments. Let's get to some good news, shall we? And sorry for when I'm not. I'm not sorry. I said it's like, it's like a, a reflex to say sorry. I'm not sorry for my emotional breakdown about Kiki yesterday. I just love her so much. I see her right now, Kiki. Kiki, keeps. I love you. She doesn't care about me today. It's fine. I cried for you yesterday. It's fine. Um, this is a cool story about a dog though that I wanted to share. It's a police dog that had the most successful first shift ever. He actually found a missing mom and her one-year-old in a remote ravine, all right? So this is over in Welsh. One Welsh dog just knocked his first day out of the park when he located the missing mother and her baby on his very first shift. His name is Max, and he reported to duty with his handler, whose name is Peter Lloyd, and they promptly tracked down a woman who had spent the night in a remote location over in Wales. It's called P-O-W-Y-S, Powell's, well, anyway, with her young child. So this German shepherd, who is two years old, swiftly put his training into action during his first operational shift, covering a significant distance to find the mom and child. It was actually August 1st this happened on, and uh, the mother and and her son got called in as a missing person. So they sent out, like, helicopters and the whole, like, squad, and they sent Max out for his very first mission. And it just – it says here, it says, you know, Max and Lloyd covered a significant distance, and around 1.30 p.m., guided by the canine's nose, the officer spotted the missing woman waving for help near a steep ravine on the mountainside. The good news is that they they both made a a fine recovery, the baby and the mom. Uh, And Max 
Max nailed it on his very first day. Max, we're proud of you, bud. And we got to give teenagers credit, unless you have a teenager. Like, I'm not giving my teenager any credit. They're a-holes. Um, we got to give teenagers credit where it's due. There's a selfless teen who is now a local hero after taking daily trips during lockdown to clean dirty road signs and cut back on the town's hedges. His name is Joseph Beer, and he noticed dozens of neglected street signs and hedgerows while out on his daily walks with his mom, Lisa. So he's like, you know what? Like, I'm, he's 15, right? He's like, I'm going to clean up the streets. And so he got his dad, and they rigged up a trailer on the back of his bike, and he started pedaling around the streets near his house. And almost every day, Joseph has headed out to do more tidying up. Joseph has uh, autism and ADHD, and he scrubbed these street signs that had been left pretty much unreadable because of the moss overgrowth. And then, like, the brush had, had grown over them, too. Uh, go in the show notes. You can actually see, like, like, what he had done. But now his neighbors see his actions. and They're like, hey, let's do something nice for him. So they started a GoFundMe. Joseph had no idea. And a, a GoFundMe is a way to reward him. And they've raised almost 100, I mean, over 1,000 pounds. Which, how much is 1,000 pounds? Hang on. <clears throat> when in doubt, hey, Siri, how much is 1,000 pounds in dollars? $1,324.14. That's cool, right? I mean, that's a nice little reward for a 15-year-old doing good good deeds. So good job, Joseph. Proud of you. At 15, what was I doing? Oh, sneaking girls into the basement probably. <laughs> I think I was 15 when I had my first drink. We're, we're different. We're different in that way. Um, okay, so talking about dogs in the bed, right? And I don't know if you're a dog in the bed person or you know pets in the bed person or not. Kevin Hart wasn't wasn't one but his experience is how now dogs have taken over his bed i've become a dog guy my fiance has turned me into a dog guy i wasn't i can admit it i was against pets but see that's what women do well you're against all pets i was against i was against my house that can mess my house up i didn't want nothing that can mess my house up. how did she turn you into a dog person how did she, how did she do what women do man they make you do what you don't want to do that's what women do that's a talent. That's a, that's a talent that women have. They beat you down. I don't know how she did it. Uh-huh. I think she asked me for two years straight. And one day, I might have been drunk. I was like, all right. And, uh, and next thing I know, we get these dogs, man. And now the dogs sleep in the bed. I have no say-so in it. My, my Doberman, like, literally, I woke up. This dog's respect level is so low. From, like, she, her face is, like, on my face. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? She's like, Ugh. Like she, You're she talking about the dog still, the dog. right? This is not your... No. I just didn't know. You crossed over between the making no. you do things you don't want to do. Yeah. My lady lets it happen. I, I don't even have control over my bed anymore. Like, I, I literally come in there, dogs in the bed. I have to find a position to sleep in. Yeah. Like, like, normally a dog in the bed and he looks for the comfort spot. That's yeah. me. Like, I'm like, excuse me. I don't want to wake anybody up. Excuse, uh, what if I just sleep yeah, across I'll the just, bottom of the bed I'll right here? I just take this little nook version of the bed that you left for me. But it's, yeah. it's my life. I accept it. I don't complain about it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to come back tomorrow and give you a whoop whoop for becoming a certified fan. Just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Love you. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.